Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. I am Randy Miller, Tom Baker, sitting with me as always, pushing buttons, and or, or I, I, pushing them, stabbing them, slapping them. Whatever. I don't even. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't beat on buttons. I can't see anymore because the board is really big. I it's learned it years ago in college when my professor said, "Don't beat on my buttons. You treat <laughs> buttons very gently because they're not cheap." On both, these boards. Both literally and figuratively. Correct. Um, inside the studio, we have a guest. Uh, tonight, Spencer Boyd is back with us. Spencer's been, been a while since Spencer's been in the studio with us, so it's good to have you back, Spencer. Yeah, happy to be here, man. Uh, love talking racing. He will uh, interject his opinion uh, as he so fits during the course of the night. There's plenty to talk about, so he's, he's, he's got to have an opinion about something going on in the racing world this weekend. Uh, we, we have our 16 drivers that will compete for the NASCAR championship. Um, took a while to get there. Um, a, a couple of days, some rain showers, some wrecked <laughs> yeah. race cars, uh, some some lost attitudes. Six hours of Daytona. Um, some hurt feelings along the way, uh, but we do have our 16 drivers. Um, lots of silly season news uh, still coming down the wire. Um, it, it seems to pour out like a like a broken flood, uh, a broken dam, uh, you know, at, at a lake. It just kind of just seems to just keep keep flowing uh, on and on and on. So we'll talk all about that. Um, Xfinity was in action too. Um, they had a race at Daytona over the weekend. Um, Arca was also uh, racing at Milwaukee, um, which is always a cool track. I don't know why somebody doesn't go back there and race because I think that's a cool track to run to. Um, but um, they don't ask my opinion, so that's why we don't run there. Um, we'll do black flag, checker flag, as always. Uh, Fantasy NASCAR. The points have finally been reset, so now I'm, we're only 20 points behind Tom. Um, as and, opposed uh, to like 300 that you were going in. That's true. But, we, I mean, you knew the points were going to be reset. You just had to make it to the playoffs. Yes. Um, we have we've lost all but four drivers, so I guess all, or I guess four participants. So all four of us will make it to the playoffs if, and only if we have drivers remaining in the playoffs when we get to the final race at Phoenix. And it just so happens that I have them all written down, so we will be able to go back oh, and, and kind of go back and see where we were yeah. from February to now, and how many drivers that we picked for the final four actually made it into the playoffs, because um, that's a good place to start. Otherwise, you probably aren't going to get very far. Um, as we get uh, ahead, looking ahead to Phoenix. And um, so that's that's the show. Well, so we'll uh, take a break, and we'll start it all off when we come back right here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know, it won't start. How are we getting home? Chill, my parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Wow, isn't that re entry true? Well, Chris, we'll talk about you. We'll talk about you in a little bit, sir, because um, we got a bone to pick with you. Um, welcome back. To, not a, well, I mean, not a bone to pick with him. He's, he's, he's in the news a lot. So well, yeah, there's a lot going on over That's now. fun. That's fun. It's fun when he, likes, he likes rumors. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He told us to keep spreading rumors, so we're doing our job. That's right. He he specifically requested we keep putting his name out there. So we're we as journalists are doing what we're supposed to be That's doing. That's right. He asked us specifically to keep talking about him, so we're going to keep talking about him. He he talked about himself by bringing himself back from commercial break. So we we've already got him got him out there. So uh, we're going to start by talking about to Daytona first. Um, Tom, what was what do you think was the over? I, I don't have it on me, but Vegas odds. What do you think the over under was of a guy like Jeremy Clemens winning the race on Saturday? Uh, well, Friday? he had to be. Um, let's see, I'm going to say one in a thousand, <laughs> at least probably. <laughs> I don't have the odds, but I'm sure but it's really, probably really honestly. To. If you think about it, it's Daytona. Yeah, I mean. And Spencer can relate, right? Because you were not the fastest car at Talladega when you won last year, but you won. Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple of years, man. Of, I, I wish it, it was the last is it year. 2020? Uh, yeah, man. You wish it was this but, year. Yeah. <laughs> Time goes so quick. Hopefully you're <laughs> just uh, you know, speaking Which, of what's going to happen here in the future. But exactly. you got to put yourself in position, man. Um, if, you're at the, if you're running at the end of a super speedway race, That's even right. with a little body damage, uh, yep. you could be the lucky winner. But that's why I'm saying, you know, you think you say, well, you know, the odds, but it's like really in a super speedway, if you start, it's, you know, one in 40 or one in 32, whatever it is. I'm not sure what the uh, like how long you have 
to like once you're on the show, like how long the 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 good luck lasts. But I know everybody that's been on the show lately has gone on and either won or done great. So because Caden was on the show a couple of weeks ago, Most he went out and won next week. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know the trucks don't race for a couple it's more crazy. weeks in Kansas, but hopefully that mojo kind of continues on for a couple more weeks and. We bring Spencer some good luck when they go to Kansas in a, in a couple. If of weeks. that happens, uh, Spencer owes us lunch. Yeah, done. <laughs> done. You'll, have a, you'll have a permanent co-host, is what you'll have, because right. he'll be in here every That's week. Right. I don't even. I don't want to talk. I just want to sit in here yeah. <laughs> and just see if the mojo rubs That's off right. on me. Um, but anyway, Daytona, uh, the Xfinity race. Uh, Jeremy Clements somehow was the, one of the, only about three cars that survived um, the Xfinity Series race and ended up uh, taking the checker flag. Um, this this the second time he's made the playoffs. I think he made it a couple of years ago by by taking some rogue win. One of the rogue was like Watkins Road, Glen, was it Watkins Glen? Yeah, Road America. Or, Road America. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I think it was Road America yeah. that he won. Um, coming in clutch to to clinch a playoff spot. So yep. he does it again this year, and that's that's an exciting story, Tom, because this is not a multi million dollar team. This is not a you know super funded team. This is a guy who's basically self-funded his race car and his entire team. They're not even from the Charlotte area. They're, their shop is way down in Spartanburg, yeah. South Carolina. Um, and so to take a team that, that's kind of you know doing everything out of their own little shop and you know uh, a set of employees that could probably fit around this round table, um, it's just a, a great feel-good story for getting ready for the playoffs. Yeah, it really is. And, I mean, this is why we go to Daytona, isn't it? Yep. At, at the end of the regular season, this is exactly what NASCAR wants. They want this kind of drama. They want this kind of potential for a new winner going into the playoffs. And, you know, the Xfinity race, there were a number of those possibilities. I mean, Jeremy ended up winning, but I think the guy that that everybody was paying attention to at the end who really desperately needed the win to get in was Brandon Brown. And Brandon doggone near pulled it off. And had he gotten into the playoffs, he had some sponsorship help that could have put him in a position to maybe make a deep run. Um, so, you know, that's what's fun about these races is that, well, okay, it may be bad for some of the, the, the favorites, it's great to see a Jeremy Clements win. It's great to see a Spencer Boy win at Talladega. It's great to see guys like Ryan Vargas get their best career finish, finishing sixth the other night. Um, you know, it's it's great to see those things for those teams who desperately need it. And so these races, as frustrating they, as they can be, Randy, as fans to watch, because you just know there's going to be a 20-car wreck. You just don't know when or whether your driver is going to be taken out or not. It's great to see the opportunity for some of these smaller teams to get bigger paydays that they desperately need. And, and I think from the perspective of not only a fan, but you know, somebody who looks out for the, the smaller teams, or the, the teams that obviously don't go into Talladega right. and Daytona being funded millions and millions of dollars, um, that it's a level playing field. And, and I think that's what makes it fun. Um, and, you know, and Spencer, you can even throw in your opinion if you want to on this, but I, I feel like when you guys go to Daytona and Talladega, you know that all 40 of you guys are, are even. No, no matter what kind of car you drive, what manufacturer you drive for, who or, or organization you drive for, when you hit Talladega and Daytona, all 40 of you have a chance to win. Yeah, you really do. I mean, I think any driver is stoked to get out there to Daytona or Talladega just because uh, the playing field is fairly equal, right? Um, you may not have a car that can lead every lap, but you're going to be in the draft. You can sniff it. You can be right there. Right. Um, but you got to be there at the end. So um, you know it comes with the territory that those guys that have top 10, top 15 cars, they're going to be up there in the mix. Wrecks happen there. 
ultimately they're going to have a good day or they're going to fall out. If they do, shuffle up the next line. You know, uh, it is what it is. But it's great to see Clemens get a win. Um, Vargas, Sage Karam in his first yeah, uh, Super Speedway, first, uh, you know, finished mm-hmm. fifth. Yep. Uh, Timmy Hill, um, you know, bummer, didn't, didn't hear a whole lot about it, but, um, you know, he finished second. Yeah. You know, it's, it's huge, and ultimately when you think about racing, um, it is a business. So when those guys can go to some of the best-paying races like Super Speedways and finish in the top five, that can be the shot in the arm that they're looking forward to exactly go from right. 20th to 17th in points. Yep, morale booster, uh, if nothing For else, sure. and even you know momentum uh, too, um, because money. you know they they leave this track knowing that you know the next race they go to they're back to being the mid card, the, the mid pack team, um, but they have that you know that that top ten run, that top five run, that second place run, and in the instance of Timmy Hill now behind under their belt, and, and it gave the team a little bit more fun to kind of you know push things along a little bit more as we head into the playoffs. They may not be playoff contenders. Um, you know, we get into the September, October, you know, in the last couple of races of the season in November um, with this momentum intact and, and be able to save some of that money if these guys can cannot wreck their cars for the, re- you know, the rest of the season, take that money and, and, you know, invest it into next year and get a little bit better technology, a little bit yep. more people on the team that can kind of help these guys out, you know, and, and, and make them uh, get a little bit, inch a little bit closer to be on a level playing field going into 2023. For sure. Yep. So, Spencer, take us for uh, in into your mind a little bit, not, without giving away secrets. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't want people listening to go, "Oh, that's how you do it." Um, but being at Talladega and Daytona, would you rather be like in the middle of everything um, and, and hope that you make it through the wreck? Would you rather be at the front and hope that the wreck's behind you, or be at the very, very back and hope that you can make it through the wreck before? You know, all hell breaks loose, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I I think you kind of – we go down to Daytona or Talladega and kind of make our plan after qualifying, right? So, uh, practice, you just want to make sure that the vehicle sucks up good behind the, you know, car in front of it in practice and doesn't wander and can be fairly comfortable just, you know, riding at wide open. Um, But then if you qualify in the top 15, then you're like, okay, uh, we got a good car, truck. We need to just battle up here. and. And then you're hoping that, hey, if I'm up here in the first five or six rows, you know, the accordion effect happens, but we'll avoid the wrecks. And I think that's what you're noticing here lately is the wrecks used to happen in the mid-pack. Now they're happening in lane, you know, in the second or third, um, you know, lane. It's like, really, wrecks are happening in fourth to sixth place. It just seems uh, weird now. So I don't know what's transitioning on the racetrack to cause that to happen, or they're just driving uh, freer race cars to get you know, more speed out of them. Um, obviously, cars are getting lower to the ground and, and getting harder to drive at a Daytona or Talladega. I think seven years ago when I made my debut there, I was like, man, this is like driving down the highway. Um, you know, it doesn't feel that hard. It's just things happen quick. So the safest place to be is either in the stands or wherever everybody else is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Tom said, you, you know the wreck's going to happen, but um, being there at the end is a big part. And when you're points racing, you know, being that guy, I watch Crafton do it every year. Um, you know, Crafton is a championship contender, and uh, he's back there riding with me, um, just getting to stage three. And, and then you let it let it all hang out and, and go toward the front there in the last, you know, 20, 30 laps. Yeah. yeah, and I think you hit it right, you know, and even I've noticed this too over the last several years, all the wrecks seem to be happening closer and closer to the front of the field. It's like you're not, you used to be safe up front, but now you're not because they're racing so hard for those stage points, those playoff points and stage wins that they're racing just as hard as the guys in mid-pack and, you know, no matter where you are, you're not safe yep. anymore. So, all right, we're going to step aside here. 
and uh, take a break. We'll switch over and talk about the Cubs side of things because there's a lot more there when we come back on the Inside Pass. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Welcome back to the show. Much like we uh, talked about in the last segment with the Xfinity Series race and its winner, Jeremy Clements, the Cup Series race was almost as much of a surprise. Um, And when you take out the fact that uh, 37 of the 39 cars were probably either damaged, destroyed, or, you know, (laughs) on their way back to Charlotte from uh, Daytona Beach. Um, it's it's no wonder that uh, you know we're talking about a surprise winner because most of the top contenders got taken out in the first or second uh, part of the race, um, either on day number one or on day number two. Um, but uh, we will um, sort of kind of break all this down for you. Austin Dillon, of course, uh, visited Victory Lane. 
Um, he was leading the race with about 20, was it 21 laps to go yeah. or something like that uh, when the rains came. And uh, we had uh, about a four and a half hour rain delay. Um, but NASCAR was determined to get the race in, mainly because this was the last race of the regular season. And NASCAR did not want to throw the caution flag, throw the checkered flag without trying to get the race in and finish it because they wanted to give everybody who was eligible for the playoffs a chance to make it in. I commend NASCAR for that because I think that's a great call. Um, although it did make for a really long afternoon and, and even a really long weekend because the race was supposed to run on Saturday night. Um, but, Tom, I, I think when you're looking at a situation as pressure-cooked as this is with everybody, you know, you had 14, 15 drivers trying to make it into the final couple of spots, it's a great call by NASCAR to go, you know what, I, I don't want this to be a cheap way in for anybody. I want us to try to get as much of this race in as we possibly can so that everybody has a level playing field in order to make it into the playoffs. Well, I know it's not black flag, checkered flag time just yet. but I'm sure we can get plenty of black flags and checkered flags. NASCAR weekend, so. gets a checkered yes, flag absolutely. because I agree with you, Randy, that absolutely you had all day to work with. Mm -hmm. You know that these showers in Florida come and go. Now, you know, the track takes about a day and a half to, to, to dry, but <laughs> it's because it's so big. Um, and look, I mean, uh, the other thing I'll just get out of the way is I heard all kinds of talk about, you know, should have done this, should have done that, should have known it was raining or whatever. It didn't start raining until they got to turn one. Um, it was it was just one of those freak things that caused the last big wreck that sent us ultimately under the rain delay. Um, you know, there's just nothing anyone could have done about it. It was just like Charlotte in the All-Star Race a while back when they went into turn one and all wrecked. I mean, same kind of thing. And then they all had to get their backup cars out and go race the All-Star Race. Um, but, uh, look, I think NASCAR did the right thing, and I agree with you totally. It's the last points race. You had two spots up for grabs, and you had two drivers that everybody was focusing on, Blaney and, and Truex, and it came down to basically the very end of the race with with that deal so um nobody can say that nascar didn't get every give everybody the opportunity to have the entire race to to get where they're going so um i thought it was a great decision see i'm no meteorologist but i mean i'm from texas so you know meteorologist kind of something that you know it's either really rainy or really sunny yeah. there's nothing in between um, but even in Texas, in the middle of summer, showers come like you know before you can snap yes. your fingers, and it, it could be perfectly sunny, not a cloud in the sky, and five seconds later it's pouring down rain. You're like, where the heck did that cloud come from? Um, and so when you're looking at it, you know and putting putting yourself into the mind of a spotter, Tom, you've been a spotter before, you you can attest to yep. this too. You you're the the amount of time it takes between your brain to comprehend what's happening and the words to come out of your mouth to a driver, and then their reaction time to slow down or whatever it takes to, to you know get woke up. It's not going to be enough time. Even if the exactly. cars were going down the back straightaway, they probably wouldn't have had enough time to slow down to turn one, um, even on a two-and-a-half-mile track. So it's and not like they've known for a long time that it was going to rain. Who slows so. down first? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And every spider that I heard all week long was like, do not slow down. Do not let up. Just keep going. Well, I think it was, who was it? Justin Haley's spotter, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was. Was, um, was, still, was it Brett uh, Griffin? Uh, Brett Griffin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell it, do not lift under any circumstances, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, well, you just spotted your driver right into the wall. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, that, that's not true. I mean, you, you, you know, again, like Spencer said, who slows down first? It's either, you know, you spot them into the wall or let them slow down and they get punted into the wall from behind by somebody yeah. who's not well, slowing down. So. You want to be where is high up as close to the front as you can before the caution. And that's the, the level of aggression went way up in that race when those clouds rolled in because, 
everybody knew that any minute now it was going to rain, but you can't stop the race on a maybe. Yeah. They stop it on rain or a lightning strike. That's it. That's right. I mean, Absolutely. You yeah. know, Spencer, you, you agree, disagree? What, what do you think? Yeah, of, I mean, say, I, the decision. I thought NASCAR did a good job, you know. Um, 20 laps left, you know, you got all the equipment there, all the fans hung out. You could see it on TV. They yep. were they were hanging out, waiting to watch a race. So um, with all that was up for grabs, like you said, two playoff spots. I mean, it's a big deal. A lot of people, a lot of hours and, and a whole year of work uh, to get to that point. So just to say, hey, it rained, you know, we're done. Ultimately, a couple guys probably got screwed on that deal. But, you know, I felt like. It wasn't a fluke win. I mean, Austin Dillon's all. won the Daytona right. 500, or yep. a really good uh, super speedway racer. So, all in all, hey, you know, whether you think or don't think that he deserved a spot, he got it. And then uh, the other guy was Blaney, right? So, yep. um, you know, it wasn't completely crazy, and the fans got what they paid for, and, and that's the most important part. That, that is true. And, you know, uh, after all of this, for everybody that comes to you and says, you know what? NASCAR should run rain tires at Daytona. Now you have about 15 seconds of footage to show them to go, this is why yeah. we can't run rain tires at Daytona. Don't put rain tires on on an oval, period. <laughs> I don't care yeah. if it's Daytona, Martinsville, or where. You don't run rain tires on an oval. It's That is the dumbest idea since Snuggies for dogs. Um, you know, there's just no, there's just no, uh, no, no rhyme or reason for that. Um, I, I, I love that NASCAR wants to be Formula One. It isn't. Um, so don't do it. But, yeah, it, I mean, that just goes to show the, the mess that you create. Um, but, yeah, it was just a freak thing, and I, and I hated that. But you know with that kind of racing, when you, if you get a pop-up shower and you know at Daytona that's likely, um, all it needs to be doing is raining in one small little part of the track like it was right at that moment, and everybody right. just runs right into it. And the tell was... You know, you, you saw a lot of contact, but then there was Denny Hamlin, I think it was, it was the leader, and he just turned right into the wall by himself. Like, yeah. you knew that it was either oil or it was rain. That's true. That is true. And we're talking about a, a two-and-a-half-mile uh, two track or, you know, two-point, yeah. whatever it is. And, again, being from Texas, it could be raining on the high side of the racetrack and bone dry on the bottom. It the basically was. So, that was exactly what was you happening. You just have to go into the corner yeah. at the wrong moment of time. That's where right. It's wet here, but it's dry down there because I know some guys went low and completely missed it all completely. Yep. So it's just one of those things. Where I was told by somebody in the, the pit area at the, or the, you know, on pit road at the time, there was no rain on pit road when that crash happened. Yeah. It was only raining on the top side of the track. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's what you get when you get a and two. And it was and a half only miles. raining going into turn one. Coming out of two, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could be insane. raining on one side of the street and perfectly dry on the yeah. other side. Your neighbor could be getting, you know, two inches of rain and you'd be like yep. sun shining and hot and be swimming in your swimming pool at this point in time. That's so. Daytona. And you can't say, well, don't run Daytona in August because that's like, come on, it's Daytona all year. I mean, that's just how it is down there in Florida. Just that works. What happens so. when you have, when you, have a, a, you know, water on all sides of you except for well, one? Yeah. And yeah. You're bound and to get a rain shower somewhere yeah. along the way. So. Um, real quick, let's talk about Tyler Reddick. Yes. I mean, a lot of people were, you know, wondering what was going to happen with Tyler since he announced. And he's leaving uh, RCR in seven years to go to uh, 2311. Right? No, I'm just kidding. 
Um, he's leaving in 2024 <laughs> to go to uh, 2311 Racing. A lot of people thought well, you know, he's going to be the odd man out. They're not going to give him the equipment. They're not going to support him at all. So he just says, you know what? I'm not am I going to win a race, but I'm also going to help my teammate get into the playoffs by blocking everybody behind him so that he goes on and, and kind of wins the race. So whether he did it intentionally or not, I mean, he he did sort of help Austin Dillon, you know, out a little bit, get both cars into the playoffs, and you got to you can't fault a teammate for wanting to try to help your teammate get in. Well, he did what he should have done. Yeah. What would you expect? He's already they, in the playoffs. He doesn't have anything say, to lose. Yeah, but that, that's the point, though. Okay, he needs to finish second if he can finish second. Right. You know, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna try to win and take them both out. Right. Exactly. He did what he had to do. But that's a that's good momentum now going into the playoffs for both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you got to remember that unless something really crazy happens. He wants a job for next year, <laughs> so you exactly. aren't going to screw your teammate at this point in the season. Right. He's still going to drive somewhere in 2023. So, um, yeah, Tyler Tyler did what any good teammate would do, and, and I assume that he would if he could get back to second, which was kind of crazy that he actually did because I know there weren't a ton of cars left, but, you know, just to get through the field that was there that quickly and, and have time to catch up and actually be in a position to race for the win if he wanted to, I thought was pretty amazing. That car was much better at the end of the race than it was in the beginning. I'm still not sure how Austin Dillon made it to that wreck without having anything done to his car because he was like 16th when that wreck happened and came yeah. out in the lead and 15 cars ahead of him all wrecked. Somebody, he missed, just missed somebody by inches. Har- that was, I, I want to say it was Harvick, but I, I, mean, I don't remember who it was, but boy, whoever... I mean, he just got by him, but that was, I mean, you know, you just get down as low as you can and hope nobody, nobody beats you to the spot. That probably, was probably seven nuts. pounds lighter after that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Because sure, I'm yeah. sure that that probably took a lot of him. But you look at the top 10, we talked about it with the Xfinity Series race, even the top 10 in the Cup Series race, you had Landon Castle in fourth, Noah Gregson in yeah. fifth, Cody Ware in sixth, BJ McLeod in seventh, David Reagan, who runs two races a year and finishes in the top 10 of both of them. Um, finished in ninth. Um, so, I mean, even, you know, up and down, it's still, you know, everybody's on a level playing field, half the field gets taken out, and it, it was an opportunity for these guys to shine um, and do good things for their team. Well, so. and, and, you know, Spire was this close to doing it again. Yeah. You know, the same thing that they did with Justin Ailey because of rain. Um, could have done it with Landon Castle and Rick Ware Racing, two cars in the top mm-hmm. ten. That's all it takes. It's a good I mean, day for that's, them. That's what you got to do. As long yep. as, it, and I, I think any driver can, can you know, summons this as well. If you can leave Talladega and Daytona, driving the car or you know having the the team put the car back on the hauler without a wrecker, then that's a great win for you because there's so many teams today Pretty going, much. oh man, look at all the wreck we've got. You know, we got to rebuild these whole cars from the ground up now. Um, and they have another super speedway race in a few weeks at uh, Talladega, so they're gonna have to start all over again. Yeah, it's uh, well, and uh, I, I'm sure that uh, Spencer can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> get back Dega. to Talladega. Vegas is the best. That's right. That's right. So well, once you win somewhere, it becomes your favorite track until you you know have a reason to say it's my worst favorite track again. Spencer's kind of a teammate to Cody Ware too, because uh, both of you working out with Hunter Smith at Fit Stop Performance. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that when we come yes. back from break. We'll we'll talk to Spencer when we come back. More inside pass right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Welcome back to the show. Before the break, we, we mentioned uh, our buddy Hunter Smith. Uh, Hunter, of course, is the, the owner of uh, Pit, Fit, Fit Stop, Stop Performance. He's yes. um, been on the show many times. Uh, he does a lot of great work with a lot of the drivers. And uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of sad in a way because he has to go out and run like 55K marathons to get his name out there. But he's got guys like Spencer who just sits here and goes, hey, I, I work out with him. All the time, you know, it's it's a little easier for him than it is for him because he's well, got to run. Hunter is so good he that he basically good. has cut Spencer in half. <laughs> Spencer's lost like what twenty five pounds. He's, yeah, lost a whole, he's lost a whole other Spencer over the quite course of the last several years. So. He's, he's like, been good. It's incredible. How did how did you do that? Uh, yeah, working out with Hunter a lot, and uh, we actually mountain bike this morning. So uh, I'm pretty wore out already, but. Um, yeah, and eating right, you know, just eating a lot of grilled chicken. But I uh, wanted to uh, make myself better in race cars. So it's, uh, it's up for debate if it made me a better race car driver or not. <laughs> but uh, suit fits better. 
Well, you look better in the suit. That's all that matters, right, for the pictures? It's like, it's like a love-hate relationship. I, I hate the fact that I, I love how I look and I love how it makes me feel. And, you know, I, I love that I'm, I'm more fit and better fit in the suit. And, you know, I don't get winded in the race car anymore. But I hate that you make me get up at 6 a.m. and go mountain biking when yeah. I don't really want to get up. I'd rather stay in bed. So, I just it's, it, That's so much a part of it now, too. Um, you know, and, and, and I feel like Hunter is just such a cheerleader. Like, what is it yeah. like working out with him? Cause I, I do feel like he's kind of a star at this. Yeah, he, he's great. Um, you know, we're really good buddies outside of the gym. Uh, we became buddies before he started uh fit stop and I was one of the first clients, if not the first. And, uh, basically, you know, he, like you said, cheerleader, you know, uh, whether we're at the gym or, you know, texting you in the morning before, you know, the race, like, Hey, you know, let's go get it, you know, work hard and, um, be there at the end of the race. It's kind of our, our normal bit, but, um, you know, it helps keep you focused and, and going to the gym and daily reminder. And, you know, I skip every now and then have calls or I'm out of town. <laughs> He's like, Hey man, you know, knock out a little workout at the hotel, man, you're, you're gone all week. But, um, the dude is really good, and, you know, he's got guys like Corey LaJoy and Cody Ware, and, you know, those are cup guys. Vargas. So, um, You know, and, yeah, basically, he's got someone from Arca to Cup. Savino. Yeah. Yeah, the bunch of – and it's like you guys it, – it's so cool to watch, too, because, like, somebody will be racing the shootout, and there's five of you there cheering him on. Yeah. So it's like it's a brotherhood. It's definitely it's a family cool. over there. That's awesome. Um, it's cool. Yeah, Howie was mountain biker – mountain biking with us uh this yeah, morning i saw so. that i i actually sent him a message and asked him if and how expensive the batteries were for that shirt he was wearing it was like <laughs> this bright yellow shirt yeah does that come with batteries I, yeah i was uh he was in front of me for a couple of miles and i'm like dude you gotta you gotta move i don't have my sunglasses on that thing's too bright <laughs> future's but, so bright you have to wear shades yeah, I'm, I'm rolling in a sweatshirt trying yeah. to sweat as much as i can he's over here in like legit cycling wear <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like hopefully you can get those off on your own and I have to have somebody cut those things off of you. You have to have it really tight like that. Um, so and all the times that you've been on the show, Spencer, I don't think we've ever chronicalized your career from the from the beginning to the end. So oh, man. I guess we'll start out kind of where, where you're from. You're from a little town in Missouri. It's kind of near St. Louis, right? Yeah, Creve Corps. Creve Corps, yeah. That's, I was trying to remember what the name it was. So talk a little bit about like the, the town you grew up in and kind of where your first thoughts and your first uh, memories of racing are. Yeah, you know, growing up in uh, just outside of St. Louis, it's all baseball there, man. Uh, you know, St. Louis Cardinals, you, of course. You had the Rams, you had uh, the Blues, but uh, everyone wanted to be, you know, Mark McGuire or Albert Pujols. You know, that that's what I saw when I went to school. I didn't see a lot of racing T-shirts and stuff, and uh, my parents were into, you know, watching NASCAR, and my dad raced a uh, go kart a few times, and. Um, at an early age, got me on a dirt bike when I was four or five and go-karts five, six, and uh, really took a liking to the go-kart and uh, started racing. Uh, my first go-kart race was I-55 uh, at the go-kart oh, track Peebley. next nice. next to, wow. yeah, Peebley, Missouri. So, okay. Ken Schrader's um, track, right? That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, Schrader was one of the first, uh, like, NASCAR, you know, guys that I got to meet. And then uh, about a year later, I got to meet Dale Jr. out there. He was doing an autograph session at I-55, and... Um, then that really just triggered me to start watching, you know, NASCAR all the time and pick my favorite driver. And that was Dale Jr. Of course, uh, you know, Budweiser. So <laughs> next thing you know, my first custom racing suit had, uh, my name Boyd on the back and the B was in the same font as the Budweiser oh, nice. B. <laughs> so, uh, pretty cool. But, um, you know, didn't grow up in like a racing family or anything, right. but, uh, my parents dropped everything and, um, at, 
when I was 14 years old, moved to North Carolina for me to chase the dream, and the rest is kind of history. Well, that's, uh, I mean, you, you spent time in Legends Cars coming up, which is where we met. You were running the shootout and other uh, 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 races for what's it, Kyle Beatty, right? Yeah. Is it Beatty? Yeah, Kyle Beatty Racing. And then uh, you went on the late models and had a, a good career at Hickory before you got to the the trucks. And uh, you've done some Xfinity and a little bit of Cup, and now you've kind of settled on the trucks. Is that just purely dollars and cents, or is there something about the truck series that you enjoy more than the other two? Yeah, I think that's probably like uh, a question I get asked every day, you know, especially on the marketing side, you know, working with people, they're like, you know, why, why trucks? And when you look up my stats and stuff, I've uh, kind of came into the sport in the Xfinity series. Yeah. And, and that was my first full time deal in, in 2018 with Bobby Daughter. And, that's right. 76 um, car. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And then, um, you know, in 19, I did truck Xfinity and Cup. So um, just a bunch of different things. And I love it all, uh, but my biggest love is just being in the sport of NASCAR. So being in one of those top three series was quickly like, hey, this is the goal. You know, be in one of these full time. I uh, got linked up with Tyler Young and the Youngs family and realized this is home. You know, uh, yeah. we're a lot alike, um, you know, just hardworking blue collar people and, and chasing the racing dream. And Tyler was kind of taking a step back from racing full time, uh, which opened up, you know, the opportunity for me to go drive there and. Actually, I think uh, I'm getting really close to running more races at Young's Motorsports than Tyler Young has run. So it's kind of exciting. <laughs> well, it was interesting because when Tyler first kind of came up, he was doing um, was cars back when cars was still sort of the old Hooters Pro Cup, the, the actual Xfinity kind of cars back in the day. And then he they 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 got into the trucks and he he started owning more than driving. And, yeah. you know from a marketing standpoint, once you become an owner and you start kind of going down that road, it's hard to get sponsors to drive. So I think Tyler kind of either, either, you know, outwardly or just by the way it worked out, the decision was kind of, I'm going to be an owner and not a driver. And so he kind of jumped out of the seat and he's given a lot of people an opportunity to race that might not otherwise I had one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, looking at my scenario, um, you know, in 2019, I was just, you know, going into 2019, I was kind of figuring out what I was going to do and um, wasn't sure if Xfinity was really where I needed to be and kind of took a step back in my career and was like, okay, you know, ran a handful of truck races, jumped in Xfinity head first and had a lot of learning to do. Um, and it was a really competitive series. And then looked at trucks and was like, you know, hey, I, I think uh, for the sponsorship I have and the, um, experience i should go truck racing and um those races had kind of went better for me uh compared to the xfinity car so um lined up that deal with tyler to go there in 2019 and like i said we won talladega and that really like kind of engraved my name into the into the team and the situation and that was their first win as well and um it's just you know covid came around and it was like hey you know kind of go where you know and um have been at Tyler's and and I love it. Um, I actually lived above the shop for a year and a half and oh um, yeah. So uh, I even though there was a like a obviously apartment, an apartment yeah or apartment above uh, above the paint okay. booth. So uh, oh. <laughs> exciting smelling fumes. No but, idea. It's a great place to uh, wake up to every morning. <laughs> well, it definitely you know puts it in perspective and yeah. and for me um, in that time living at the shop, you know what I realized was. Man, these guys aren't working. You know, I knew they weren't working just eight to four, you right. know. 
Um, but then you see the countless hours and long nights that they're spending away from their friends and family, just yep. focused on racing and focused on, you know, me and a couple other drivers, you know, and we're just chasing our dream. But um, these guys and girls are sacrificing a lot for us. So kind of put things in perspective and made me realize, man, YMS is a, a great family and uh, Randy and Becky invested so much in this place. And uh, every sponsor that I bring down to Mooresville to that shop, they're like, man, this place is beautiful. And uh, they really do a great job. And like you said, Tyler taking more of an ownership role. Um, he puts a lot of time in at the shop. He's yeah. the first one there, last one to leave. And uh, I think that's what's led to the growth at YMS. And, um, you know, we'll just keep plugging away. And they got two wins now and a pole award this year with Sheldon Creed. So, um, you know, things look pretty good over there. It's a great situation for you to be in just in terms of, you know, now you've got a place that you can call home. And you're the veteran driver on the team now. So as all these young kids come through, uh, through the Young's Motorsports, you know, veteran at twenty seven. Yeah, I know it sounds weird for me to say, but I mean, but that's really what it's become. But it's cool because then you he gets to work with all these all these young kids that come through, and you know he gets to say, well, this is how you know this is what I did, you know, when I was first starting out, and kind of help them along the way. So when they get you know fifteen years down the road and they're racing in the Cup Series, you can go, hey. I didn't make it the cup, but I'm glad you did, and I'm glad that what I said to you or the things that I told you helped you along the way. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. You know, um, there's a lot of good kids that have come through YMS, and right now, um, you know, you have Leland Honeyman uh, racing ARCA, got a pole. He's on the verge of getting his first win in ARCA for Tyler Young, which would be big. Uh, Young's doesn't have an ARCA win yet, so um, hopefully he can get the job done, and, and Trey Burke um, has – made his uh, truck debut with us, and, and he's doing a great job, and he's excited to do more. So um, it's fun to hang out with those guys. It's kind of weird, you know. Uh, they both rode with me in the truck up to mid-Ohio, and I'm like, how old are you guys again? And they're like 17. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm 10 like years said, older than these guys. A uh, veteran at 27. Yeah. Maybe I'll put this energy <laughs> drink down. <laughs> was, yeah. Was Trey still bald when he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah right I, I didn't Jack really know what to ask him. I'm like, uh, I'm not gonna ask. I'm like, <laughs> well, why, we, why is he bald at this age? But all right, we had Jack Miller on the show um, th- right after that happened, and the two had a bet, and it was something to do with a pole or you know podium or something, and Jack won the bet. The bet was that whoever did that thing first got the other, got to cut the other one's hair. So gotcha. that was, yeah, that was him and, and Jack W. Miller, um, best friends that they are, goofy kids that they are. Um, yeah, so Jack actually, I think it was an indie too, actually got to uh, to shave Trey's head. So, yeah, Trey was <laughs> Trey was bald for a while. They make for, for an awkward ride up there when you have nothing to relate to the kids. You know, I, I, you know even at 27, you're like, I'm not yeah. that old, but I don't know what you guys well, are into. Anymore. You know, like with my friends, I play DJ all the time, and so I'm like driving up there, got the music going, and you know, Tyler's like, they're 17. Don't let them drive the dually up there. Like, you're you're in control. Like, you pick where you stop. I'm like, man, that's cool. Like, I'm in control. Here we go. Yeah. And, uh, they're like, hey, uh, we got like two hours into the ride. They're like, you mind if we play DJ? And I'm like, what do you guys want to listen to? Sure, you know, plug your phone in. Plug the phone in. I'm like, what is this? I've never even heard this song, you know, whatever. <laughs> Next thing you know, my head's bopping around. I'm like, I can get into this. This is cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, we had a lot of fun. And, and, you know, at YMS, you know, seeing young kids come through. And uh, I, I hate to call myself the veteran by any means, but um, – it's cool to watch YMS grow and be a part of it. Yeah. 
It's like you ended up being the, the sh- you started up being like you know their their ride along person. You ended up being their parent <laughs> on the ride. You're like, wait a second, this is not what I signed up for. I didn't yeah. agree to to parent these two along the way. You should have seen them check in the hotel. They're like, what do we do? I'm like, really? <laughs> you don't have to check in a hotel, but you can drive a car at 160 miles an hour. Yeah, it's see, great. I don't know about Leland because Leland worked at least used to. I mean, he probably still does work for his dad, construction, doing all that stuff, contracting, but. You know, I don't know. You know, Trey probably is just having a handler that does all that stuff for him, I would guess. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of an interesting Leland's experience. like, I can build a hotel, but I don't know how to check into one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to build a room. Basically. All right, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. We'll have uh, more with Spencer later on the show, and uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider, complete motorcycle air suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider air shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider, motorcycle air suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. 
we're going to keep uh, Spencer around. We're going to play a little fun game of uh, getting to know Spencer a little bit more here a little bit later in the show. Uh, we have a couple of short segments, so we'll get to some of the other news in the uh, NASCAR world. For those of you who turned in last week, we were talking about only one playoff spot available, and then here we are tonight talking about two, and everyone's like, wait a minute, I thought there was only one. Well, there was, um, but Kurt Busch is still not medically cleared to compete. Um, even still, so he had uh, he had opted before the race weekend at Daytona to relinquish his position in the playoffs, uh, not knowing if he'll be back in the car this year. We assume he will be, but we don't know when, um, which allowed an extra driver to make it into the playoffs. But there's a lot more, I think, to the story, time than what meets the eye. There's a possibility, I feel, that Kurt may not come back at all. Yeah, that's. I I hope that's not the case. I mean, Me too. You wouldn't want to see an athlete like Kurt who was who was still winning. I mean, you know, have to retire because of an injury. That's just not how most athletes want to end their career. They want to end it on their terms and end it when they feel like they need to end it. So let's hope that uh, everything's okay. But at least in the meantime, uh, Ty Gibbs has been doing a nice job in the car, keeping it out of trouble. Um, probably gotten one of the wrecks the other day, but so did everybody else. So, uh, but he's been doing a real nice job with it and it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a sad situation. I mean, obviously, you know, it I know is. Kurt wanted to compete for the championship, um, but that, I guess that's the caveat to the rule that we were talking what happens if we get to, you know, multiple winners, we ended up getting what we, we ended up with 16 winners, right? 16 for 16 for the year with Austin Dillon. Um, which would have been 16 playoff spots, but because Kurt uh, bowed his way out, that allowed Ryan Blaney to get in on points. Um, and it didn't look like that at the beginning of the race because he hit the wall and crashed, and you know was, they were trying to spend most of the race trying to repair everything. Um, but he ended up making it an end. That, in turn, knocked Martin Truex out um, of the playoffs uh, for the first time in a very long time. Uh, there are not four Gibbs cars. Well, I guess there is if you count 2311 racing, but whatever. Um, on a technicality, um, but the four actual JGR cars are not in the playoffs this year. Um, so maybe that weighs in a, a little bit to Martin's future uh, going forward, whether or not we see him come back. No, he's no. come back next year. He'll come back next he's year. He's already announced it. Maybe yeah, not in 2024. He's good. He's, uh, I, think, I think 23 will be his last year. That's just my guess. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll step aside and uh, take a break. We'll pay some bills, and we'll have more of oh. after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. 
They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. So the second hour is coming up here in just a little bit. But before we get to the second hour, we got some bills to pay. We have a sponsor, or at least a, a partnership that we have uh, that we're very proud of that involves LinkedIn and Connected. And uh, Tom can tell you more about it because I don't have any idea how to do it. <laughs> well, I'm just going to be honest. Well, we, uh, we have Connected as our sponsor. Now, that's K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D, Connected. Now, if you're on LinkedIn... And you are looking for an easier way to do lead generation. Connected is the app to have. It is absolutely the best. They are, I think, 348th now on the um, 500 Inc. or whatever that is. I keep, uh, um, I keep forgetting what all that is. But they're, they're one of the fastest growing companies right now in America. And um, climbing up the rankings quickly. And that's because their software is fantastic. Now, here's how it works. If you're on LinkedIn and you are trying to do lead generation and basically connect yourself specifically to the audience that you want to be with and expand your network with the people that you want. So if you want CEOs from, um, you know, Kansas or CEOs from Nebraska, or directors of marketing from something. Um, if you have a specific group that you're trying to target, basically the software does all the work. You just type into LinkedIn what you want and you'll, you'll get your group pulled up. You pull all those names out of LinkedIn. It's in one fell swoop, put that list into connected and voila, you can email them all at once and uh, stay involved with them. It increases your calendar by about three to seven meetings a week, depending on what it is you're trying to do. I have used this software for about two months. I have never used anything like it before. It is absolutely fantastic. And that is coming from somebody who uses it. So here's, 
Here's the deal. It's 89 bucks a month. It's dirt cheap. Now, if you want their coaching package, they'll hold your hand. It's um, 1500 bucks one time. Um, but with the Steering Wheel Nation discount, they cut it to seven fifty, and that's for a lifetime. So it's one payment, and you get basically a month and then continuous uh, opportunities with them after that. Getconnected.com slash Steering Wheel Nation is where you need to go. Check them out. We'll be right back with more of the show. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Well, speaking of Chase Elliott, that uh, (laughs) brings us to our 16 drivers who make up the NASCAR Cup Series uh, playoffs for 2022. Chase sits atop the leaderboard um, as we head into the the first race of the playoffs because he 
won the regular season championship. And so he uh, sets, sets himself up there uh, by virtue of getting those bonus points for winning the regular season championship. Um, so he joins the, the following 15 drivers. I, I guess it would be what, 16 and a partridge in a pear tree because Ryan Blaney didn't win, yeah. but he got in on points. Uh, so Joey Logani, uh, Logani, Joey well, Logano, I don't know who Logani is, but whatever. Um, slow down, Randy. <laughs> he's a new Italian driver in our yeah. sport. Uh, Ross Chastain and uh, Kyle Larson and William Byron are the top five. Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick, Christopher Bell are the top ten. Kyle Busch, Chase Briscoe, Daniel Suarez, Austin Sendrick, Alex Bowman are the top 15, and then Austin Dillon sits there in 16th. So he, he won the race at Daytona, but now he sits at the bottom of the list. So now he, above everybody else, has to start out really, really strong, or he's going to be really in a hurt uh, as they leave Dar- Darlington, which is the first race on the playoff schedule. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I feel like this is the most stacked sixteen car field oh, I've ever seen in the chase too. Like any of these cars are capable of winning on any given week. It's just unbelievable. Like I, when you think about having to whittle this down to four, I feel like we're going to see some of the most aggressive racing we've ever seen in the history of the Cup Series over the next uh, four or five races because people are not going to want to be kind of waiting around uh, to decide their fate at the last minute. They're going to want to get wins and get into the next round. I just hope that these next 10 races were as exciting as the 26 we had before that. Because even even during all, all season long, we've talked about, you know, we're, we're coming up on this track like Pocono yep. or, or Michigan or, you know, one of these tracks where we're like, oh, man, this is going to be really rough on these cars because we just didn't know how they were going to perform. But they've knocked it out of the park. I feel like every single race we've had, except for maybe a couple of hiccups, Martinsville being one, um, but I feel like they'll get their act together as we get to back to Martinsville later on in the year. But um, every race we've had so far has been great. Uh, you know, Darling- or Daytona put on a great show. We're going back to Darlington uh, for the first time since throwback weekend in May and kicking off the playoffs uh, with a great track that has a lot of history um, and where tires are going to play a huge factor. Uh, you know, weather probably be a little warmer uh, than it was back in May, but um, it's going to be a, a great start to the season. And, you know, as you said, 16 drivers. And I, I think at this point, any of the 16 guys could win the championship. Oh, I agree. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we haven't, we just don't have it. In my opinion, we don't have at this moment one dominant car or two dominant cars in the series. I think as we went down the stretch this year, it tightened up considerably to where actually there were probably more than 16 cars that can win on a given week, which there still will be. But I think any of the 16 that are in the championship, including Austin Dillon, have a chance to, you know, to get another win. But the, the problem is if you're down in the bottom, you got to do something fast yeah. because you're trying to survive the cut into the round of 12. So Darlington, what is it? Darlington, Kansas, Bristol, I think, is I, I the next that. three. I can. Um, you know, those are some tracks that they're going to really want to. So Austin Dillon's going to be basically, it's nothing but wins now. There's no points racing if you're Dillon. Yep. Consistency only gets you into the playoffs. Once you're in the playoffs, consistency right. doesn't matter anymore. Right. You're gonna it's all about have, wins. There's no mulligans. You either have to win or, you know, finish in second place every Absolutely. week um, to get to Phoenix. But um, as we, we transition over to Fantasy NASCAR, I, I do, back in February, we picked our final four. Uh, of, you know, just a random thought of who we think might be in the final four. It turns out we were all pretty close, um, at least in terms of the guys who made the playoffs. Now, obviously, we haven't made it to the final four yet, right. but these are drivers. These are all these drivers are in the playoffs as of right now. Um, so, as we get to Phoenix uh, later on in the year, the final race of the year, we can only pick between the drivers we have that still remaining in the in the championship if we have those guys. 
Everybody has four drivers except for me. I went on a limb back in February and picked Justin Haley to make it to the Final Four because I thought, you know, maybe Colleg would, would come out swinging and Haley didn't make the playoffs. So I'm down to three drivers and, and hopefully, um, you know, I, I come out okay. But the, everybody else has four. So um, I'm already down one. So I feel like I'm already screwed, but whatever. Um, so we, we head into the playoffs. Everybody's on a level playing field. Tom has a 20 point lead because he won every race every week, all year long, and the regular season championship. <laughs> so he should have like a 90,000 point lead. Um, right now, but only gets 20 points. So everybody else that's by everybody else, P- Peter, myself, and Nick um, are all tied for second place. Um, and we kicked Noah out about six months ago. Um, but we go to Darlington <laughs> uh, this weekend. Uh, Xfinity and tr- uh, Xfinity and Cup are in action. Trucks are back next week at Kansas. Um, so I'm going to start out hopefully strong and pick Justin Allgaier and Xfinity and Kyle Larson in Cup um, because I need the points and I need to get back um, on track. So those are my picks. All right, so I've got a 20-point lead, but I can't play it too safe anymore. So um, I'm still sticking with Ty Gibbs in Xfinity because I I think this is Ty's year to win the championship. Um, And uh, let's see, it's Darlington, it's Cup. Um, Gosh, who do we pick here? Let's go with William Byron in the 24 car. That'd be a good way to kick off. I think William's about due. I'll probably be wrong. It'll probably be a Gibbs car, but who knows? We'll see. Gibbs only has three cars in the playoffs, but I mean, it doesn't mean any of the Gibbs cars can't win. I'm just saying. Uh, Looking more and more like Ty will be in the 45 again um, this week. Kurt is listed on the entry list, but he has to pass a, uh, uh, basically a physical, and Astro's going to let him test at Charlotte um, later on this week um, if if he passes the first part of the physical. Um, NASCAR's going to let him test to see if he's ready to go. Um, oh, so there's a chance that Kurt runs? Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, if he feels up to it. I think he has to actually pass the doctor's part of the physical, and then he, he's open to – he can go to Charlotte and test if he wants to, um, just to kind of get the you know momentum, yeah. rhythm back or whatever if he wants to do that um, before they head to Darlington for the next race. So um, more NASCAR news uh, on the way. We, we talked about our 16 drivers. Eric Amarola is uh, in the news. He signed <laughs> – so – Way back in the middle of the spring, he decided he was going to retire. He wanted to spend more time with his kids. Apparently, his kids drove him crazy while he was at home because he's like, you know what? I don't know why I said this. I want to go back on the road. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, he did sign a multi-year, another multi-year contract. So he's coming back to racing not only in 2023 but for the next couple of years. Um, and Smithfield's coming along with him. So more bacon in the Eric Amarola household <laughs> for the next couple of years. Well, we you see inflation and all. See the kids, right. the kids' shoes got more expensive. Right. So you can't know, afford you, to, you, you can't afford running. to buy the bacon yeah. on your own merit. So if you get the sponsorship, you don't have to buy the bacon. The bacon comes to you. Can't afford to retire anymore. That's so. the key, Spencer, right yeah. there. You get your sponsor yeah. that you want something you want in life, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Chick Fil A. There you go. Very good. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Hunter would like it. Well, that's still grilled chicken. So we you can might get be grilled. Okay. Haven't well, put in a grilled wrapper. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> that's right. We won't tell Hunter a thing. Yeah. Well, Chick Fil A is the healthiest. I feel like of uh, of of the fast food Makes places. Makes you feel the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's it's, something in it. Yeah. You leave smiling. It's so addicting that Mooresville had to open another one. Yeah. Well, no, they're going to close the one near. I heard the one near uh, the. They they highway? are from yeah. what, from what I've been told they they they're going to but since they delayed the project on 150. They're going to keep it open until the project starts, but it's now not going to happen for like another five years. So oh, we'll get two chick fil for the next to. five years. Because I'm like, why in the world do you not just have two locations? There's plenty of well, people. The, the one by Costco is closer for me, so I go me there too. because yeah. it's easier for me. Is that and open there's nobody now? there. Yeah. Okay. I was here this morning. There were six cars in the parking lot. I was in and out. Boom. There done. you go. 
Yeah, I was home eating breakfast with everybody else was fighting over there at the elevator. They haven't learned about it yet. Yeah, that's that's, right. uh, that's Chick Fil A is the best. If you if you're listening to this show and you're from outside the area here, you come into North Carolina, Charlotte area, get Chick Fil A. That's where NASCAR Tech people sends their their interns. It's to Chick Fil A. So Everybody talks about Bojangles. How... Sorry, I'm a Chick Fil A guy. In and oh, out, fifteen Bojangles seconds all day long. Yeah, I don't dislike Bojangles, but I just I'm not a big spicy guy. So Chick Fil A. Once you move to North that. Carolina, it's chicken. Yes. Like, growing up in Missouri, you're like, what's well, the best burger place around here? Then you move here, and it's like chicken. Barbecue, too. Yeah. Chicken and barbecue. That's it. the southern it's thing. It's Carolina barbecue. Yeah. Because there's Texas barbecue, yeah. which is totally oh. different. And then there's Kansas City Salt barbecue, Lick. which I'm sure you yeah. know, you know, yeah, more yeah, about yeah. from the Midwest. That's right. There's Salt different Lick? types. Well, no, just like uh, St. Louis, you know, yeah. like St. Louis area barbecue as opposed to, you know, Carolina, so Texas barbecue. Yep. Because when I moved here, it was like, oh, you should try the barbecue. I'm like, it's not going to be the same thing now. I'm from Texas. These are Texas barbecues. Totally it's different good, though. From, it's good. If, barbecue. if you like barbecue, it's good. Lancaster's so it's like, is, is a classic place to go. It is. It's really good. It's, yeah. I, I like the decor, too. Yes. I'm, I'm getting hungry. Hours. <laughs> What's that? I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so, <laughs> we won't tell Hunter. We're going out that's, yeah. that's the one thing about our show. It consists of either racing or food. And there's only two things we talk about. <laughs> On our show, I don't there's nothing talking about food since Noah left, so this is refreshing. That's I'm very true. Glad that, you know, true. The yeah. problem is when Noah was here, he was getting right listening and talking about food. So yeah, then he started least. losing weight. I'm like, you're no fun. Right. I was going to make tacos tonight, but I don't know. Lancaster's one of the clothes. <laughs> I don't know. You might want to look that up on your phone. We'll be back. <laughs> Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead. 
Designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. See, when you get around a bunch of people who only want to talk about food, time gets away from you, and you <laughs> you suddenly realize that thanks to Eric Amarola coming back and bringing Smithfield with him, we got into a whole tangent about you know yeah, food. food. Well, bacon's um, always no a good back. subject, you know. That's very true. Everything's better with bacon. Where I was going with the Eric Amarola thing is not only did Eric Amarola sign a contract, but so did Daniel Suarez, which is really no surprise, but great for him yeah. because we've talked so many times since recent years about how he has been getting the raw end of the deal. And every every situation, every organization he's been in, he's always been the odd man out. So it's great to see him and Ross Chastain being able to stay together, at least for another season or two, over at Trackhouse. And, and I feel like over, you know, not that this year wasn't a surprise year for them because I didn't think they would do this great this soon. Um, but now I mean, they're bringing on the 91 car as a, you know, kind of a project car. Um, so potential there for another third car, yep. maybe somewhere down the road. But th- that team is just to come on with a house of fire. And it's great to see because new teams in the sport are always a great thing. Yeah, they are. And this is the time if you're coming in, this is the time to do it with the new car and everything. And Trackhouse, um, definitely, of course, then they went and bought Chip Ganassi. So, you know, you started out as a new one car team and then turned yourself into a new old two car team that they've actually pushed, I think, ahead of where Ganassi had it. So, um, you know, they've done a great job there, and I think that team's only going to get better. So that's the, uh, I guess, the upside to the the NASCAR news. The downside is uh, we're losing a crew chief at the end of the season. Uh, Greg Ives has decided to step away from crew chiefing full-time at the end of the year. Um, He, of course, is crew chief for the 48 of Alex Bowman, uh, deciding that he would rather spend time at home. Now, I heard the same thing six months ago from Eric Amarola, and he came back. But but Greg Ives doesn't have a bacon sponsor, so that's not going to happen. Greg, yeah, Greg's going to still work for Hendrick, just in a different capacity, and um, he'll he'll, uh, get to take the weekends off, basically. And, you know, anybody that, that understands that grind, it is just that. You are gone from Thursday or Friday to Sunday every week. Week. and you know and then you're in the shop all day monday tuesday wednesday you know it's basically it takes over your life so it's very very hard to have a much of an outside life when you're in that grind like that it's a vortex yeah, especially when you get to a, a point in time where your kids are you know playing sports That's and right. you know doing things yep. like that and you want to be a part of all of their extracurricular activities in school so um, you know, you miss out on a lot of that stuff. Um, I was one of those kids where, you know, my dad unfortunately missed out on a lot of my games and performances and things like that when I was in school. So I, I get it. It You know, from a kid's perspective, you want your parents to be part of your extracurricular activities. And so it's hard to balance. You know, you love what you do yep. for a living, but at the same time, you'd much rather be a family man, too. So. Yep. Um, can't fault the guy for wanting to uh, to have a have a life at home uh, with this kid. So, um, over in the truck series side of things, uh, we've got uh, two I guess big stories that broke. The first one is going to be great for fans of uh, the truck series, source of 1994. 
um, because their old sponsor, uh, or I guess title sponsor, is coming back. It's going back to the Craftsman Truck Series, yeah. which is awesome because I love the, when Craftsman was part of the It's kind of series. funny how the Truck Series has had this little devolution thing going on because, <laughs> you know, back to Camping World and now back to Craftsman where it started. So it's it's kind of devolved in the title sponsorship department. Um, of course, Craftsman no longer a Sears product because Sears is Stanley, basically gone. Yeah, Stanley Black and Decker. Stanley Black and Decker bought the brand. And uh, I think it's great because now when my aging brain, you know, takes a time machine <laughs> trip in the middle of the show and says, Craftsman, I'll be right again. Exactly. Yeah. If only we could get Bush back and Winston back, we'd be great. Yeah, there you go. We'd be back to all, everybody would be back and having a great time again. But no, it's 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 great, you know. And I kind of want them to kind of go back to the way that things were when Craftsman was the title sponsor, which I know a lot of that's NASCAR is doing. But I I really do wish the trucks would go back to some of the shorter tracks and some of the I say rural parts of the country, but some of the areas where NASCAR as a Cup Series and as an Xfinity Series doesn't run. Um, because that's where the bread and butter of the truck series has always been, yes. is running like Evergreen Speedway or I-70 Speedway. Like some of these tracks, I loved it this year when they went back to IRP, because um, IRP has always been my favorite track, and, and I, it just felt right to yes. see those, those the trucks back on the, on the track at IRP. Um, so. North Wilkesboro next year, I'm calling it now. Absolutely. I hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what do you think, Spencer? Would you, would you like to see some of the old NASCAR tracks come back into circulation in the truck series? Uh, yeah, you know, for me, uh, Craftsman coming back is, is really cool because that's what I grew up watching, you know, yep. the youngin, his bald head jumping out in victory lane. Um, and I can say <laughs> that because I'm friends with him. So uh, <laughs> That would be Todd Bodine, for those of you who don't know. Uh, cool guy, but, you know, winning those toolboxes and victory lane was cool and going to short tracks and I-70s, obviously, you know, back there where I'm at. So um, it'd be awesome to go back to some short, short tracks like that. Um, North Wilkesboro would be great. Uh, I feel like we're going to go back to IRP. I don't know if that's official. I haven't heard, but yeah, I, I, I would assume they're going back. In fact, back, I heard so. Xfinity was cool. That may happen two next year which yeah. i think would be great i'd rather send great all the track. series there i only ran eight laps too. but um you know did you get tired or so no <laughs> <laughs> no he got in the truck after the first eight running running eight laps he got in the truck after that and decided i can't yeah. run anymore yeah we caught on fire it was, it was oh, no fun right. but I do um that. you know yes. on, to, on he's like thanks for the memory on, appreciate it on to the next one i was pretty yeah. stoked about irp but there's a couple tracks, like you said, and, and you know, like, I wouldn't mind going out west, you know, yeah, like, if we could run absolutely. Meridian or Irwindale or anything like that. Um, I think it's big, and, you know, look at what they did at the LA Coliseum, you know, I, I don't think uh, fans would be mad if you go run some super tight short track where... Well, no, I think fans flare. would love it. I, I don't, I still, for the life of me, don't understand why they ever took the trucks off of those short tracks. Um because you basically created three series that were pretty much the same, yeah. and I just never thought the truck should have been that. So I would love to see at least half the schedule on tracks a mile or under. Well, look at look at the where ARCA runs, for instance. We just talked about, you know, they ran the Milwaukee Mile over the weekend. Sammy Smith won that race. That would be a, pr a great track, uh, track for them to be a companion yep. event to the ARCA series, or I guess ARCA yep. be a companion to the trucks. Um, because there's Nashville so many fairgrounds. So Nashville fairgrounds. Yeah. If you're going to test the market to see what kind of reaction you would get from doing it, go to the fairgrounds and see if the, you could sell the place out with the trucks. If you can sell yeah. it out with trucks, you can sell Absolutely. it out with cup. Um, so yeah. if you're in the market for, for doing these, these kind of tests, 
that would be a perfect place to do. Let's let's take the trucks there and see what happens if we took the truck series to North Wilkesboro yeah. or wherever, um, and you know, just kind of gauge fan engagement because that that's what a feeder, you know, a feeder series or a you know a, a, a upstart series is supposed to be about. You you want you don't need carbon copies of every single right. You, know, yep. you don't need a four day weekend. With trucks, Xfinity, Cup, and Arca, and you know all these other series running on the same track at the same time, be diverse and, and do I different agree. things, and, and that's what would make the series the way it, it used to be. If you've ever played, you know, some of the old NASCAR PC games from way back when, you know, you had a whole list of tracks that you had to basically have a whole another CD for to run the truck series <laughs> races on because there was a completely different set of tracks. Yeah, um, that they would run on, but those are some of the best tracks that that you know NASCAR ever ran on. So I think it'd be awesome. Um, to be able to kind of go back and, and do that again. Speaking of the Truck Series, uh, Zane Smith uh, is going to come back in 2023 and wreak havoc on the Truck Series once again um, as he uh, will return to uh, front row for another another year. He's actually going to be able to make some Xfinity starts, and he's going to try to qualify for the 500. Yeah, he's got five so. cup races in the 36 car. They're bringing back that car. And then he's got some Xfinity starts lined up. They haven't said with who, though. So we'll have to wait and see on that. They don't have an Xfinity car at front row currently. Do they have a satellite team? Or are they, are they well, they're part anybody? of the bigger Ford organization, so I'm sure somebody will, you know, Give at some up, point, up. there'll be a, yeah, there'll be a hookup there that, that they'll get. So, um, yeah, Zane is, uh, Zane deserves it. He's done well enough in the trucks. Um, I'm sure Spencer would rather he just left <laughs> um, and moved on, but, um, you know, the opportunity's there for him to stay at front row and, and front row's, quietly sneaking up the ranks a little bit and you know todd gilliland has run much better over the last few weeks and so um that team's making some strides so i feel like they've got a chance to keep zane and the only way they're going to do it is to you know start moving him up the ladder slowly because otherwise somebody's going to snatch him yeah i mean i think the trajectory looks different these days you know looking at todd go from trucks to cup no and, and, and be right. competitive yep. is showing that's possible. And then when you got a guy like Zane Smith, you don't want to let him go, right? So right. Um, he's got a lot of talent. He's got supporters. Um, so obviously he has the situation to to get to Cup. So a team like Front Row is going to be looking at, hey, how, we got to show a direct path for this yep. kid so he knows, like, keep buying into our program, keep being a Ford guy. We got a spot for you. Um, and, you know, McDowell's not getting any younger, right? So nope. um, still doing a great job, but um, obviously you got to look a couple years out. Yeah. Yeah, we had a whole discussion about that before the show started about, you know, these kids, a lot of these manufacturers and these team owners are at a rock and a hard place right now because they have this development pipeline, but there's no place for these kids to go when they yeah. get to the top. Um, so if you don't carve a path out for somebody like Zane Smith to go, then somebody's going to come along and snatch him away from you, and you're going to wish you would have kept him when he goes out and beat your butt. Well, and here's the other thing. This is a manufacturer sport, too. It's not as big as, like, F1 in the manufacturer's side, but the manufacturers want to win their little point steal, too, and they're, they're get their glory. Ford right now doesn't really have a driver development program. Right. And they don't, you know, somebody like Zane Smith right now is making Ford a lot of uh, a lot of impressions. Yeah. So Absolutely. you want to keep him. They've lost too many of these young up-and-coming drivers over the years because they've been careless. Ford needs to, to get in line, I think, and start, you know, start uh, 
start start breeding some younger drivers to come up through the ranks again, or they're going to get behind because Chevy and Toyota are both doing a nice job with that. Yeah, and the only I think the only two drivers that they've had recently were what, Haley Deegan and Chase Briscoe, and they're both ones in Cup, and the other ones you know on her way up toward the you know well, up to the rankings. Maybe. So well, but I mean, we'll see what her future is. I'm not convinced Haley is Cup material by any means yet. Not. I'm but, really not. I, mean, I don't think she's gotten any better in the truck series at all this year. My opinion. She's she's somebody who's content on staying. You know, in terms of Ford's well, okay. I don't think with she's content. She well, yeah, well, they, but I, I mean, just don't Ford's, think she's ready to move up. Right. Ford's not going to shell out the money to move her up. If, no. You know, if there's nowhere else, there's yeah. no one underneath of her. They're not going to be in a hurry to move her up because there's nobody they could put in her place. That's right. So, yeah. Yep. There's. Stuck where they're at. All right, we're going to step aside here and uh, take a break. We'll have more of more news on IndyCar and F1, and we'll talk more to Spencer when we come back right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is Justin 
Swamp, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. How long did your show go? Till nine. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We're going to switch over here and talk about IndyCar and F1 for a second, uh, and then we'll spend the rest of the the, uh, the segment with Spencer. Um, but heading into the final two races of the year, Tom, we, we'll go back. IndyCar has been off for the last couple of weeks. We go back um, this weekend and and run. Uh, where, where are they running this weekend? I can't remember. Portland. Isn't Portland, it? yeah. yeah. Um, it's Portland and Monterey, right? The final two races. We're going to say We're going to say All right, whatever. Yeah. Um, so what are you most interested in the last two races of the season? Um, to see if Scott Dixon can win another title. I mean, right. you know, he's, it's just, and really honestly, to see what becomes of Alex below, you know, he, he, he's a guy who might need to finish strong because he might need a ride next year. Um, you know, after all the debacle with that going on, um, we don't know where Alex below goes at this point. So, um, I feel like this. There's still a, a what three or four guys that could win the title with with a I couple races there's left. A, there's seven consi- There's seven drivers eligible for the championship. Only probably like maybe four. Yeah, or I think five the top three or four is who are going to be able but, to pull it out. But. Yeah, it's been an amazing series, and Portland's a great track for them. I can't wait to see that. I think for me, it's just the wild card of what you know what does happen if one of these guys in you know sixth or seventh place ends up winning, and you know every time one of those guys yep. wins, it makes the points go topsy turvy. So, it. yep. um, it'd be interesting to see you know if if Scott can hang on, and it, I would love to see him get that record tying uh, championship because that'd be uh, that'd be really cool uh, from a milestone perspective. But uh, we'll see what happens over the final two weeks. Um, in the F one side of things, uh, Max continues to uh, Max Verstappen by the way continues to uh, drive to win. He started fourteenth. Um, at Spa and ended up uh, winning the race, uh, a one-two sweep for Red Bull. Uh, Spa's coming back in 2023, which I, I think there was a little bit of, you know, iffy if that was actually going to happen. But they they did say it was going to come back in 2023. But if that's not uh, the fight of, of a driver in the, you know in determination of winning a championship, I don't know what is. Well, you know, Max has got a, he's he's in his prime right now. Oh, he yeah. he hit his stride last year mm-hmm. and. He's not tearing up equipment like he used to. And Red Bull right now has got the best cars on the circuit. Now, Ferrari, I think, is close, but they have two of the worst strategists I've ever seen in my life. I I, I really honestly think I could find a 10-year-old that could call better strategy. Those poor guys, it's like there's no reason that they're not beating Mercedes. They were faster than George Russell, but again, the strategy just kills them every single race. It's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I mean, if you look at all the times that Ferrari had the opportunity to win races yeah. and finish strong this year, and they have blown motors and wrecked and done everything but win uh, Pit stops this year. At the Pit strangest st- yeah, times. It's just one of those crazy, tires. crazy, crazy seasons for Ferrari. But if they were actually as consistent as the paperwork says they should have been, this title fight would be a it whole would be, lot closer. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that was an interesting race for a lot of reasons. And seeing Lewis make that uncharacteristic, really bad mistake at the start, I mean, that just doesn't happen. And then he berated happen. about it on the radio afterwards. <laughs> well, you know, and he kind of got offended about, you know, Fernando calling him an idiot. It's kind of like, well, you were. I mean, right. it's like, you know, um, it's just like, get over it, Lewis. Come no, on. no one's you above know. being called an idiot when you actually are an idiot. Sometimes yeah. you, you, I mean, if the shoe fits, sometimes you got to wear it. Yeah, they said, are you going to talk to Fernando? Well, no, because now that I know what he called me, I don't need to talk to him. Whatever. Okay, okay whatever. Just Move go, be, go be a baby <laughs> in the corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, F1 is off uh, for the rest of uh, August. I think they actually return in a couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll be able to uh, 
see what uh, what happens uh, as their season carries on. They still have like 27 more races to go because they, they run till like Christmas Eve, I think, or New Year's no, Eve or something. Not that many. No, they, they run till like the, the beginning November. of December. Is it the end of November? I think it's the end beginning of, of December. Just like before that. Thanksgiving, I think they start. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, back with uh, Spencer here, who's been kind enough to sit in and uh, co-host the show with us and kind of be part of the show. Um, so the rest of the season, uh, obviously, you know, Young's Motorsport, we, we talked about you probably are going to just, you know, uh, set up shop and run there again uh, next year. But what's what's the goal for the rest of the year? We into the playoffs now. I mean, obviously, Talladega is obviously on the radar. It's like I've won there before. I can win that race again. Um, but just for, for the rest of the year, what's what's the the ultimate goal? Obviously, finishing strong, win some races. You know, get momentum on your side for next year. Yeah, you know, obviously, uh, Youngs is really good at super speedways. So, um, you know, Talladega circled to to be a contender and and have a good run and finish and. Um, but you know, there's a lot of racing left. So, uh, you still have Kansas, Miami. So, um, working on our mile and a half program and just me getting better and, uh, feel like mile and a half have, have gotten better throughout this year. So excited about that. And then, uh, end it all at a short track at Phoenix. Um, not the easiest track, you know, Phoenix, um, every corner is different. <laughs> it's like Pocono. It's tough to, to actually get it driving good on all three corners really. Um, so, um, Excited to get there, finish out the year strong, um, hopefully get some points and, and get back up there close to 20th and driver points. Um, we were doing really good up until the last couple weeks. So um, we've lost three spots in the last two races. So um, kind of got to dig ourselves out of this hole and, and get back on track. Yeah, I feel like you've been kind of sneaky because, you know, we don't necessarily see a bunch of you on TV or whatever, but very quietly you've been 20 to 25 you know, most of the season, if not higher. Um, and, you know, like you said, it's just been the last couple of weeks. And I mean, you know, you catch on fire, things happen. It's, it's just, you're going to have those, those periods in a 24 race season. But um, I feel like you've performed better than a lot of people really talk about. You just haven't always had the result at the end to show for it. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, this year we've qualified a lot better. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, most this is the most uh, races that have finished on the lead lap here in a, in a single season. So um, that shows that we're going in the right direction and feel like this is the most competitive year for truck racing that I've been a part of. Um, you know, different guy can win any week. It's, it's crazy. Now you went from the 20 to the 12. And I think, you know, sometimes a lot gets made of that. And sometimes it's basically we're changing numbers. Yeah. You know, what was, what was happening there? Yeah, so for me, um, really wanted to get back with Pickle. Um, he was my car chief in 2019, and then he was the crew chief of the 12 last year. Okay. And I'm like, hey, you know, I really want him as my crew chief. How do we make this happen? So um, he's like, I really don't want to lose any of my guys and girls, uh, you know, mechanicking and, and working. So um, he's like, you know, Tyler, I want to keep the trucks that, you know, I've grown accustomed to working on. So, uh why don't you just put Spencer in the 12 versus change the number and change everything? Like, let's just swap. And then um, instead of Tate coming back and, and going from the 12 to the 20, you know, Tate dipped and, and went and did his own thing. So um, that opened up the 20 to having a lot of multiple different drivers. Yeah. Um, but they've had some great ones, you know. Uh, when a truck team has a guy like Austin Dillon come drive, you know, it says a lot for the organization. And then Sheldon Creed got that pole at Coda. So. Yep. Um, you know, just fine tuning our equipment, and when you can get those shoes in there, um, it helps. Like Austin Dillon helped me a ton at Sonoma, and I really didn't expect that from a from a guy of his position. But um, 
it's awesome to see. So when he won the race the other day, I was like, come on. Good yeah. job. So <laughs> his, his age is going up, so he wants his car number to go down. That's the, yeah. the opposite <laughs> of that. Uh, yeah, I had a joke about that. One of my sponsors <laughs> said, uh, you need to change your number to number one because you drive the 20, and I swear every time I turn on TV, you're in 20th. I'm like, I don't think it works that way, but <laughs> we, we can try it. And he went to the 12 and wasn't 12th every week, so <laughs> at least not yet. But I feel <laughs> like it's definitely better. And you're right. There have been a lot of, uh, I mean, Kaz has run uh, races over there, Kaz Growler, right? Yep. Um, you know, so a lot of uh, rotating but very quality drivers, and it's a it's a great opportunity for you to learn from some of those guys that have been you know up up the ladder a bit. That's true. Um, you hurt your shoulder earlier in the season at Las Vegas, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So uh, that, that kind of mm-hmm. hurt us for the year. Um, you know, didn't really make me miss any races. Um, so that worked out well with that little break after Vegas. But dislocated my shoulder in that wreck and uh, killed our really good mile and a half truck. So. Um, that kind of sucked, but we got that truck put back together and it'll be back on the road here at Kansas. So we're excited about that, but recovering, um, going to have to have surgery. So, um, oh, I just kind of, you know, get through ask the you year. off the air. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. So, um, fortunately it hasn't been a thing that kept me out of the seat, but, um, definitely not the most comfortable situation. Ooh. Um, so mm. we'll get it taken care of here in offseason. So was it the left or the right shoulder? Right shoulder. Right shoulder, okay. Yeah, Yeah, and that would be because you're kind of rotating with the right hand on the wheel, right? Or are you a left-hand puller? Uh, I'm a left-hand pull. Oh, well, um, that probably worked good for you then. Yeah, just kind of guide with the right hand. But, um, you know, never never been a guy that really got, like, tired at the end of a race. And I really don't get tired. But when I get home after the race, I'm like, man, my my right shoulder is, like, just kind of wore out. So. Um, got a little damage there, but uh, they're you know NASCAR has been great to work with, and um, we'll get it taken care of and be good as new for Daytona. That's the most important thing. I'd be scared to claim you retire for fear that Hunter might be around somewhere. Oh, you're tired, huh? Let's go for a 20 mile run. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been great. Um, obviously, workouts change. You know, when you dislocate your shoulder like that, yeah. um, you know, no more bench press and right. a lot of different things. So. Um, he's been awesome and, you know, studied up and, and knows what to do to, to help me stay in shape and, and still work out and, and be ready to go to the racetrack without causing any more damage. More time on the bike. Yeah, a lot of time on the bike. And, and mountain biking is probably not <laughs> the most recommended say, thing. <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, you only live once. I'm at the stationary bike. <laughs> so, <is what> I'm <laughs> well, I'm on the stationary bike all the time. But yeah. uh, that's the safest way. Yeah. We were mountain biking this morning. He's like, man... Uh, you know, we've been mountain biking a lot. You sure, like, your arm's good? I'm like, look, man, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I drive I a car over, down the If I fall over, just pick me up and carry me back to the, yeah. you know, back to the car. I'm going to be all right. 100% dodging uh, oak trees out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, well, it, you know, but it's good to be able to stay in shape. And, and obviously, if you can get it done in the off season, you'll be ready for Daytona, like Randy said. That's it. Yeah. So you you want to play some uh, some rapid fire? Oh, with, uh, we can do that. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, again, um, this first uh, first answer that comes to mind: um, if there was a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Oh, so I've had this um, at the local um, sandwich shop, whatever deli, uh, a Reuben. Okay, so explain what's on a Reuben for people that don't know. We have a worldwide oh, audience here. Man, so like sauerkraut, um, Thousand Island dressing, and corned beef is what it is where okay. I come from. It's, yeah. It changes depending yeah. upon where you are. But it's an Irish sandwich. Yeah, it's an Irish. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you got to have the rye bread. 
So oh, yeah, when course. I go somewhere and they don't have rye bread, I'm like, this is not, yeah. Take three bucks off this. This is not a Reuben. This is not a Reuben. <laughs> this, this is a horrible excuse for a it's sandwich. It's like the Get most the expensive so sandwich like a, everywhere yeah. you go. They're yeah, like, Reuben, true, it's it's high that's price, and then they put white bread on it. I'm right. like, if, okay. you, if you came with a warning label or a tagline, what, what would it say? <laughs> oh, headstrong, probably. Oh, that's a good one. Warning, like headstrong that. driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What would I wonder what Hunter would say it should say? That's oh, we'll ask, ask him next him time, next time here, he's yeah. on the show. <laughs> if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep and the phone and text don't count? The phone which and text. three apps are you keeping? Yeah. So for me, um, my photos, or okay. photo editor. Okay. Okay. Um, Instagram. Okay. Because it's fun. And Facebook, because uh, that's how I talk to my grandparents. Oh, so I'm facing that fancy, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's an old farts platform. Yeah, so like, I'm still on it. So you have a legitimate yeah. reason, and not just because it's you know yeah. the only thing that's yeah. out. They there don't like the picking up the phone. They're like, let's just you know, Wi-Fi call through the Facebook. Yeah. I'm Facebook, like, yeah. and you complicating this for sure, but <laughs> sounds good. Uh, I, uh, pineapple on pizza. Do you do? Would you do? You think no. it's disgusting or no? Disgusting. Good answer. What is something that you like that most people don't? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, so favorite little snack growing up was dipping spicy chicken nuggets from Wendy's in a chocolate frosty. So hey, maybe people, people don't do like that. That, don't that works. I, I like it. Thing. I mean, I don't do the spicy nuggets, but I dip regular nuggets in the frosty yeah, or fries. Yeah, it's fine. I don't think that's it. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate flavored chicken nuggets. Nothing wrong with that. Um, all right. Well, we we don't have an, enough time, but when we come back from break, we'll do a couple more before we okay. uh, we end the show. But uh, we will uh, step aside and uh, take a break. We'll wrap things up, and we'll have wrap up with Spencer as well when we come back here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. We'll be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. 
No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Landon Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. All right, we got time for a couple of more. So uh, if you had to listen to the same CD or the same artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Ooh, Eric Church. I like oh, that that's one. A that's good a good answer. one. That is that's a good, a good one. answer. I can do that too, actually. What's the favorite thing that you've bought this year? Probably my road bike. Okay, yeah. there you go. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, I don't have any more because I thought he was going to have a longer answer than that. So, <laughs> dang it. Okay, so what characteristic are you most known for? Probably being a smart mouth. <laughs> you know? Well, that's honest. I kept it radio proof, but <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I usually got something to say. It's the race car driver in you. It's, it's, it kind of comes well, with you, the kid. You kinda... know, you could be a smart mouth here, too, as long as you keep it family friendly. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's exactly um, right. Okay, um, what book... Belongs on everyone's bookshelf. Probably the Bible. That's that. I w- that's the greatest answer. That, that trumps give. every answer ever ever made. You, you can't get any more than that. All right, Spencer. Thank you so much for coming in and, and joining us. It was it was awesome having you. Best of luck to you. As we said, anytime people leave here, they always end up winning or finishing in the top five or doing something great. So hopefully that momentum will carry for a couple of weeks until we get to Kansas. You win Kansas, you always yeah, Thanks. Well, right. I'm dirt racing this weekend, so oh, well, I don't want to use up all my luck. I'd like hey. it at Kansas. <laughs> where are you going? And where are you racing dirt? Uh, well, uh, I just got a text. So either. Uh, it starts with an L or Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you'll see the Spencer when he arrives at the track. So, yeah, that's right. Um, you guys have a great starts weekend. Uh, enjoy L. the Darlington race weekend to kick off the playoffs, and uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. We're off next week for Labor Day, but we'll see you in two weeks on the Inside Pass. Goodbye, everybody. You've been listening to the Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.